So let's just uh, want to talk about uh, a few things in terms of, you know, once you have that sense of this is what I feel would really allow me to have positive meaning in my life. You know, so this is what to me, my great teachers were, were really commonly emphasizing that the most important thing is to find the positive meaning of your life, right? That, that's not inherent in life. That's something you bring to life. And, and to have that positive meaning, uh, you really need to, to connect to your calling. And in order to bring it from just a fantasy or dream or a hope or something out there, Carl Sagan does it, you know, that great uh, person in the book does it, uh, but not me. So how do you translate it from something you see out in the world that ex that touches you to something that you begin to bring into your own personhood and so those are you know just a few things that we're always working on in, in the work that that to to make the dream real you have to be able to to name it words are very important Words are what brings bring things into a, a human level until something is named, until something is what I used to call proper naming. Now I call it resonant naming. The naming of it has to be resonantly uh, a resonant fit with that something. So when you're working with somebody and you're mirroring back things, you're really looking for when you when you talk about something all of a sudden you see the person quiet down and and take a breath that tells you whatever the name whatever you were just naming that that's what begins to connect the performer mind to what what's in the soul um you have to envision it okay? uh, i have a dream so you, you have to be willing and courageous to say uh, this feeling, if I was living this feeling, you know, uh, one, one way that that might look in the world is, this is not a single image that you have to be totally committed to. It's the sense of asking yourself um, to create visions from this deep soul resonance. So you have to name it, you have to envision it. I think we've been talking a fair amount. You have to embody it, you know, until it gets into your cells, until it flows through your bloodstream, until it's pulsating in your organs, until it's moving out from you through your breath and through your motion, it doesn't really exist. It doesn't exist. It's just a ghost image, right? So you have to declare it, you have to envision it, you have to embody it. Then you have to touch, you have to let it touch people and places and things in the world. Most of us walk around with unconscious energy walls, right? So we all know and are delighted by young kids um, who just 
really that they just have this sense of flow okay so you know when you're sitting there like this is this how you came out of your mother's womb i don't think so so how did you get from uh this to this or this or this okay that's what we call neuromuscular law which basically represents I brought myself into the world and it was met with hostility or indifference. I said, look at this! And will you be, please be more quiet? Can't you see your father is worried? So we all have a lot of experience. Look at my sexuality, look at my fun, look at my playfulness, look at my seriousness. No, that has no place in this world. That's, that's where we dissociate. And the dissociation builds, I was talking about the, the you know, the sort of extreme case of the woman with, with the black walls that she created as a way of self-protection in that horrible sexual abuse history of her as a, as a young girl. We all have those walls, but if we want to live and create in the world we have to feel what it is we have to name it we have to envision it we have to feel it and embody it inside and then like throwing a ball or if you were a singer or if you were playing music it's it's obvious that if i'm singing i have to my intention is i have to touch everybody in that whole room now, it could be an auditorium of 10,000 people, but I have to let my voice touch them, right? So to make your dream come true, you have to extend it and touch others. And then you have to realize that my mind that is looking to create this is in the world. It's in continuous feeling like I was singing, like I was playing. Uh, my, my sense is I need continuous feedback sensitive limbic resonance say, in order to allow my dream to become a reality. And then you have to do this at least a thousand times. You know, the old saying, I don't know how exactly based on research this is, whether it's a, this is sort of an educated guess, that notion of 10,000 hours um that is needed to to master something so this is not something you do in a three-day workshop what we do in these sessions is is create a sense of what's possible create a sense of of what's inside of you and create a sense that i want to and i can bring this out into my life and into the whole world. But the, but the question of moving from the dreamer to the reality, it's a, it's a big question, right? And so people who are really good at it, they practice more than anybody else. People who are really good at it. It's like, uh, what do you need to have a positive um, intimacy relationship? Um, <laughs> I wanna interview you about it. <laughs> But, it, you know, if you, you hear uh, couples who have been together 
one of the things you hear is we really work on it and we practice a lot. You know, to, to have a long-term awake intimacy relationship, it's a good reference structure uh, for what we're talking about. And you realize it's easy for your relationship to go dead, to go nor to to go numb. It's easy for your dream uh, to lose track of it. So you realize that this is this needs to be part of my everyday creative process. process. 